Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. Hope you're having a good Sunday. Uh, I'm going to be speaking on the um, uh, word that I gave a couple weeks ago on Resurrection Sunday, and then uh, we'll see where the Spirit leads us. Thank you, Lord. All right. Let's open with prayer. Lord, I just thank you for this time that we have together, Lord, and I just ask that you uh, anoint me now as I speak your word, Lord God, and just move by your Spirit, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just bless everybody who's listening today, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm going to read over this uh, first, and then we're going to uh, look into it, because I think it's important that we understand what the Lord is speaking during this time that we're in. So anyway, Vic read, uh, read over it last week at the end of his message, which I appreciate that. And I'm just going to get into it a little more this week. So I felt like the Lord spoke and said, Fear not, my people, fear not, for I am with you, and I have the victory, says the Spirit of God. Even now I have sent forth my angelic host across this land and across the globe, and I am even now doing war with the demonic spirits that are battling over this earth, and my angels will prevail, for I have the victory. Good to know that we have the victory, right? I am risen, says the Lord your God. I am risen. Do not fear, for I am with you. And do not give in to the panic that is happening across the land. It is not for me. It is the enemy stirring things up. But my time has not yet come, says the Spirit of God. Good to know. My angels are out there right now. My angelic hosts, they are at work. They are gathering in those who are unbelievers, and they are coming to know me in droves. So fear not, my people. Be bold. Be confident. Speak the words that I give you and challenge, just challenge the darkness. For my light shall prevail across the earth and my glory shall be seen, says the Spirit of God. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to start by reading, um, I'm going to read out of Romans 8, 14 to 17. And that is going to address his first uh, paragraph where the Lord spoke to us saying, fear not. So it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And that's taken from 2 Timothy 1.7. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. <clears throat> The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God and of children then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. That's taken from Romans 8, 14 to 17. <clears throat> so we are children of God. That is who we are and rightful heirs of the kingdom of God. And so we don't need to fear anything because we have a father, Abba Father, and we are a part of his kingdom. Amen? Amen. Anyway, um, and I would just encourage you, if there's anybody uh, listening out there today, if you are not one of the children of God, if you do not know the Lord, then I would invite you to come to know him today. You can pray right now as you're listening to me speak, and you can ask the Lord to forgive you for your sins and invite him into your life, and he will come in. 
and be Lord of your life, and you will have an amazing experience. You will feel the weight of the world lift off of you. You will experience the comfort of the Holy Spirit, and then you will be counted as one of the sons and daughters of God. Amen? Amen. Okay, so then we're going to move on to Psalms 103, 19 to 21. And this is addressing the second paragraph where he said, Even now I've sent forth my angelic host across this land and across the globe, and I'm even now doing war with the demonic spirits that are battling over the earth. And my angels will prevail, for I have the victory. Now there's many scriptures about angels, but this is the one that I picked because I thought it kind of fit with it. It's, it's Psalms 103, 19 to 21. And remember, we have some right here. There's one right over there, and there's one right over there, and there's a bunch up there. They kind of arrived. I don't know when that was. It was a while back they arrived. They're still here. They're with us. Amen. Okay, so Psalms 103, 19 to 21. It says, The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Okay, that's important to know. The Lord has established his throne in heaven. He rules over all. He sees it all. He knows what's going on. It says, bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength and do his word. So the angels are there to do the word of the Lord, okay? And then it says, heeding the voice of his word. That means the Lord's word. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts. That's his angelic hosts. You ministers of his who do his pleasure. So the angels of the Lord are sent to do his pleasure, okay? And there's five things in the ministry of angels that I want to bring out here. Number one is to bless the Lord in worship and service, something they do. And number two, to do his word concerning the activities on the earth. Okay, so right, right now, uh, the Lord is not unaware of what's going on in the world. He knows there's a pandemic happening. And what did he say? He said, he sent forth his angels, and they're doing war with the demonic spirits right now. Okay, this thing that we have happening is not from the Lord. The Lord does not bring pandemics. Okay, so this is from the enemy. And he has sent his angels, said, go, go, go out there, do battle. That's what they're doing. Isn't that exciting? I get excited when I think about that. Okay. And the third one is to heed the voice of God's word and it is spoken through the saints on the earth. Okay, now, some of you that have prayed with me before might have heard me when we were praying, calling forth Jesus, the captain of the host, and sending him forth into battle. We can do that. We're his saints on earth, okay? And we can call them forth. Jesus is the captain of the host. And if there's a spiritual battle going on, we can do that in prayer. Say, Jesus, captain of the host, do battle with those demonic spirits in Jesus' name. And those of you that have been around me know that I do that. So anyway, I just wanted to clarify that so you know what I do. It's scriptural. <laughs> I am following the word of God. Okay, and then verse, this, the fourth one is to minister on God's behalf to do God's pleasure, okay? And that's what they're doing right now. They're going out and procuring those rightful heirs of salvation and bringing them in. They're just coming in all over the globe because people don't know what's happening. They're going, what is this? And they're bowing on their knees. You might have seen pictures on Facebook. Right in the middle of the street, people are bowing and calling out to God. That's great. The Spirit of God is moving. That's exciting. Okay, and so then the next part says, I am risen, says the Lord God. I am risen. Yes, he is risen. He's alive. He's not dead. He's alive. It says, do not fear, for I am with you, and do not give in to the panic that's happening across the land. It's not from me. It's the enemy stirring things up. But my time has not yet come, says the Spirit of God. Okay, in Matthew 24, and I am going to read this, if I can manage to open my Bible with all these papers and not knock the stand over it. See, that's why I use that platform usually, because I have all this stuff that I always carry with me. It's just part of what I do. I have to have my stuff, okay? 
Matthew 26, and I am reading out of the King James Bible here. Okay, New King James Bible, Matthew 20, actually it's Matthew 24, verses 36 to 44. And this is talking about the day and the hour, because right now there are some people predicting that this is it. This is it, you know, the Lord's coming back. Which I do believe he's coming back, although I don't think this is necessarily it. What did he say? He said, my time's not yet. Important to know that. Okay, so it says here, but of that day and hour, no one knows, and not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Okay, so he's sending forth his angels to do battle. They don't even know if this, this is the time. They're just going at his bidding, okay? But as in the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. It did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man. Okay, it says then two men will be in the field, one will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken, the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour that you not, do not expect. Okay, and that is why we need to be watchful. It's important that we're watchful during this season, that we pay attention to what God is doing, that we don't fear, okay, that we're bold, that we're confident, that we speak the words that the Lord gives us and challenge, yes, challenge the darkness, okay? I thought that was interesting when the Lord spoke that. I thought, okay, that's interesting. You know, when I have prophetic words, I don't, I don't even always know what I'm going to say. You know, I open up my mouth in faith and the Lord, okay, what are you going to feel? Hopefully you're going to feel it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> anyway, it's not like I know ahead of time. Usually I don't. Sometimes I do, but usually it's only a glimpse. So afterwards, I have to sit down and digest whatever it was I said to him. What in the world did I say, you know? I have to check it out. Okay, so anyway, the next one I'm going to read is in Hebrews 1.14. And I'm reading this out of the Passion Translation. It says, what role then do the angels have? The angels are spirit messengers sent by God to those to serve those who are going to be saved. And again, that's what he said he was doing. He says, my angels are out there right now, my angelic hosts, they are at work, they are gathering in those who are unbelievers, and they are coming to me in droves. I think that's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, and the Aramaic here can be translated, the angels are spirit winds of ministry sent to minister to those destined to receive salvation. See, there's people destined to receive salvation. They're out there waiting, okay? And so the angels are out there. The Lord's saying, okay, go. Go over there, right there. There's somebody there. Go over there. Get them. <laughs> and, and the angel will go over, and whatever the angels do, they minister to those people, and they draw them in, you know? I don't know. Some of you can have different, um, some of you might have different stories of how you came to know the Lord. Some of you might have visitations. I mean, I don't think that we always necessarily see them, but I think sometimes we do okay? We have definite experiences, and a lot of it's the angels working behind the scenes, okay? And the Lord said to us, he says, my host is out there right now at work, gathering in those people, bring them in in droves, okay? And they said, so fear not, my people, be bold, be confident, speak the words that I give you, and challenge us, challenge the darkness. Okay, now, I want to read a scripture out of Hebrews 10, and then we're going to go to Luke and hear what Jesus did. Jesus with somebody who was not just this laid-back dude, okay? He challenged the darkness, okay? 
He didn't care what people were saying. Yeah, he was compassionate, but he also had this other side of him that challenged the darkness. So we're going to read some examples of that. First, I'm going to read Hebrews 10, okay? Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Okay, so we don't want to cast away our confidence in this time, which it would be easy to do that. Uh, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's really difficult right now. It's like because we're battling this pandemic thing, which is totally not from God. It's very demonic. It really is. It's like there's this heaviness is just kind of hanging in the air, you know. So every day when you get up, you pretty much have to, you know, all right, get my armor on, get going. I'm not buying into that. I'm a child of God. I'm going to go out there and be brave and be bold. But it's something you can actually tangibly feel. You know, and those of, those of you that uh, have been experienced that know that. I've talked to some other people that have experienced that too. At first I thought, what's wrong with me? I must be just depressed. No, it's a spirit. It's important to recognize what we're dealing with, okay? But we also need to know that the angels of God are fighting that, okay? They're out there because the Lord sent them forth. They're doing battle. There's a war going on in the heavens right now. And we have the victory. So it's important that we don't lose confidence, that we preach the gospel, that we speak to people that we know are maybe just hanging out in the borders wanting to get saved. I know it's hard because we're kind of sheltered in. You know, how do you preach the gospel when you're sheltered in? Well, we got the internet, right? We do. We got that. We have our phone. We can call people. We run into people in the store. And people are really open right now. So it's important to have our eyes focused on what the Lord is doing. So when he says, go, there's one right there that we go. And that we're not afraid and that we speak faith. Because the Spirit of God is calling his army forth right now. That's what he's doing. He's calling forth the army of God all over the globe. He's blowing the trumpet saying, come together. I'm moving by my spirit. There's a harvest to be reaped. Come together. Wake up. Come on, people. You're my sons and daughters. You're my army. Wake up. And that call is going forth boldly across the land. And we're part of that. We are. We each are part of it wherever we are. You know, um, Matt at his place of work at Lowe's, who knows? There might be a great harvest for him at Lowe's. You never know, you know? And, and uh, people are in a place where they've never been before because they're so afraid. They're looking for answers. And we have it. We have that light in the darkness. We have to let that shine. Okay, let's go to Luke 13. And I think I'm going to read this out of the... Passion Bible, if I can figure out what I do. I have to have all these translations. This is why I need a big podium, because I have a lot of stuff. Anyway, <laughs> have to research it all, right? Okay, so Luke 13. And this is a really interesting uh, chapter, because it does talk about how Jesus, first he challenged um, Herod, okay? So in verse, let's see, verse 31 and this is Jesus, he's really sorrowful over Jerusalem, but he's talking to some of the leaders, and he said, then some of the Jewish religious leaders came to Jesus to inform him that Herod was out to kill him, and urged him to flee from that place, okay? So, these Jewish leaders come and say, hey, you need to get out of here, this guy's going to kill you, right? This is what Jesus said, so cool what Jesus said. Go and tell that deceiver that I will continue to cast out demons and heal the sick today and tomorrow. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> That's pretty bold, right? He challenged the darkness. He didn't take it sitting down. But on the third day, I will bring my work to perfection, for everyone knows I am safe until I come to Jerusalem, for that is where all the prophets have been killed. And then he goes into talking about Jerusalem. Oh, city of Jerusalem, you are the city that murders your prophets. You are the city that pelts to death with stones, the very messengers who were sent to deliver you. 
So many times I have longed to gather your wayward children together around me as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were too stubborn to let me. And now it's too late. Since your house will be left in ruins, you will not see me again until you are able to say, we welcome the one who comes to us in the name of the Lord. Okay, so, you know, I don't know what I would have done if I would have people coming to tell me, hey, this guy's going to kill you. You need to shut up. You know, I might flee. I don't know if I'd be that bold. But anyway, the Lord is encouraging us. He wants us to be bold and challenge the darkness. See, that was part of his calling. He had to do that. He had to go to Jerusalem. He knew that, okay? He knew where he was supposed to go. It's important in this time of... Uh, pause that we're in, they're calling it the great pause, that we hear from God what it is we're supposed to be doing, and that we're about the Father's business, because he's calling his army right now. There's a grace upon us. The Spirit of God is moving. So if the Lord tells you to do something, don't be afraid. Go do it, because there's a grace to do it right now. It's amazing. It really is amazing. It's quite, it's quite uh, befuddling, actually, for lack of a better word. But anyway, so anyway, then over in chapter 14, he not only challenged Herod, he also uh, challenged the Pharisees. Pharisees, okay? So they were saying, you know, you can't heal anybody on the Sabbath, you know? And uh, back over here in, in uh, verse 12, he had already healed somebody, but now he's going to heal somebody again, see what they say, okay? One day Jesus was on his way to dine with a prominent Jewish religious leader for a Sabbath meal, and everyone was watching him to see what he's going to do, right? And they see if he would heal anyone on the Sabbath. Just then, standing right in front of him was a man suffering with his limbs swollen with fluid. And Jesus asked the experts of the law and the Pharisees who were present. And he knew what, he kind of knew what they thought. He's just challenging him, okay? Is it permitted within the law to heal a man on the Sabbath day? And of course, you know, he knew what they thought. Is it right or wrong? And no one dared to answer. So Jesus just turned to the guy and he took hold of him and released healing to him and sent him away. And Jesus said to them all, if one of your children or one of your animals fell into well, a well, wouldn't you do all you could to rescue them, even if it was on the Sabbath day? And there was nothing they could say. They all were silenced. Take that, Pharisees. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> okay, that's the kind of boldness and confidence that we, the Lord wants us to walk in. We have that. Jesus lives within us. We can do that. So we have to... Uh, walk in this place of not being afraid of the darkness, okay? There's a lot of darkness right now, but there's a lot of light too, and we need to let our light shine to expel the darkness so that people can get saved and healed and that God can move through us. Amen? Amen. Okay, and then we're going to go over to Ephesians 5, 8 to 17. I think I'm reading this in my other Bible. I don't know why I'm reading it in so many different translations, but I am, nevertheless. And this is talking about exposing the darkness, okay? Let's see, 5, 8 to 17. It says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. The Lord wants us to expose the works of darkness, Okay. Let's see. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is, is light. Therefore, he says, Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. And then he says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. They are the days of evil. We've got to redeem the time. 
Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. It's really important in this season that each one of us, individually, as couples, and then, and then as families, with our children, we need to understand what the will of the Lord is right now in this season for us. And what we are supposed to be strategically doing so that we can expose the darkness and let the light shine so that people can get saved and healed and delivered. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Okay, and then I am going to read out of Habakkuk. Habakkuk, interesting name, huh? Anyway, Habakkuk 2.14. And this is talking about, so we talked about the challenge. This is talking about the last paragraph where the Lord says, For my light shall prevail across the earth, and my glory shall be seen, says the Spirit of God. Okay, in Habakkuk 2.14. It says, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Isn't that amazing? As the waters cover the sea, the earth is going to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Okay, and that's, his, that's a promise. That's going to happen. That's not some, just something that's thrown out there. That's a promise from the Lord. And then in Isaiah 60, 1 and 2, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness of people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Anyway, that's what I felt like the Lord was speaking to me in regards to that prophetic word. And I think it's really awesome that he said his time has not yet come. That excited me. Because, you know, there's so much going on. It seems like the Lord could return any minute, doesn't it? It does. I thought, is this it? But the Lord isn't saying that. He's saying there's things that need to be done. There's a great harvest that needs to be reaped. There's people that I want in my kingdom. That has to happen before it's time. But I do believe we're getting closer, and we need to really press into God. I was thinking about uh, the message the Lord gave me back in the beginning of March before all this was happening about securing our future by walking in the presence of God. Remember what what he said back then? He said that if we walked in his presence, that we would have like a force field around us to protect us from any headlines, any cataclysmic events. And that was before any of this happened, you know. So anyway, the Lord is with us, and we need to press into him daily so we have his presence. And we're walking in that place where our... our, uh, Our vessels are full of the Holy Spirit, full of the oil of the Lord, so that we're ready in an instant to speak the word and to expel the darkness. Don't be afraid. Challenge the darkness. If if you're walking into a place, you know, and and Matt, I'm going to pick on you again just because I feel like picking on you. Anyway, 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 if you walk into Lowe's and it just feels like it's really yucky, just rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that darkness in Jesus' name. And you could do that. They'll probably all fall down and get saved. Anyway, 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 that's what we got. We got to be that, that mindset. And I know it's hard. It's just hard right now because it's just so intense and people are losing jobs and there's all kinds of strange things happening but at the same time the spirit of god is moving all over the globe i mean i i've been saved for a long time i've never seen anything like this happen i mean it's just amazing i mean it's difficult there's hard things happening but at the same time people are getting saved you know it's like finally uh we don't have control You know, we don't have control. We need to let God have control because that's the only way we're going to make it through this uh, pandemic is if we're pressing in to the Spirit of God. Amen? So I'm just going to pray because I feel like I'm supposed to pray for all of you. So I'm going to pray right now uh, before I close. And um, 
Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for um, the church, Lord God, and for your body here, Lord God, and for all those that are watching, Lord. I just pray right now that anyone that is just uh, feeling really depressed and down, Lord, maybe they've lost their job, Lord, or they're dealing with sickness, Lord, I just pray right now that your Holy Spirit would just come and touch them right now. Jesus, you are the healer. Heal those that are sick, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you would give peace to those that are suffering financial loss, Lord, that you would provide means for them and ways, Lord God, that either their job would start up again or they'd have another means of income. Lord, you know all these things that are going on, and you are bigger than that, Lord God. So we just pray right now that you would just intervene, Lord God, intervene in each one of our lives. Lord, you know exactly what each person listening to this message needs. I just pray you touch them by your spirit right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Lord, you have called us. We are your children. We are the army of God. You have strategically placed us for this time, Lord. Lord, I pray you speak to each one of us what exactly we're supposed to do, that we would know what to do in this time, Lord, that we would receive instruction for you individually as couples as families that we would just know in our knowers what we're to do what we're not to do lord and that we would be bold and confident that we would challenge the darkness we would not let us let it come into us and take fear but we would be bold and confident in you lord god knowing that you have the victory because you are risen lord you are risen lord god thank you jesus thank you for your angelic host that you have sent out over the globe that's out there bringing in these unbelievers to be saved, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you raise up teachers to teach them, Lord God, that they will have safe places, homes in the church where they can come and get fed and grow, Lord God, that they will not be taken away, Lord God, because of their lack of depth of knowing you, but that you would provide teachers and evangelists and prophets and apostles and all, all the things we need, Lord God, that we could walk in that anointing and be that army that you are calling for. Lord, we want to be part of that army, Lord. Be with us, Lord God. I pray you be with us, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, just touch each person right now that's listening. Let your spirit go out across the airwaves, Lord God. Whatever we need, I just pray you give it right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You are our God. You are the only true God. We declare victory in Jesus' name. We will not give place to the darkness. We will not give place to it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just curse this pandemic in Jesus' name. I curse this coronavirus. It is not from God. I command you to go back to the pit from whence you came. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jehovah Rophi, send out your healing across the land and heal all those that have been infected. Let there be breakthrough in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Love you guys. Hope you felt the Holy Spirit moving. I did. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we're hoping that by next Sunday we could all meet together. But should not, if that's not the case, uh, next Sunday is Communion Sunday. And so we invite us all to take communion together. Next Sunday we'll be doing that. And if, uh, if you need to, come by the church anytime this week and uh, pick up your communion. And we'd love to 
offer that to you. And then we can all take communion together. Hopefully, all together here. But again, if that's not the case, come by and get your communion cups and we'll take it together uh, virtually uh, next Sunday. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website, whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.